SBS Radio. Anthony Albanese is holding his very first National Cabinet meeting as Prime Minister today, which is expected to address the energy crisis, the healthcare system and labour shortages. Mr Albanese has told the Seven Network addressing power shortages is top of the agenda. People want an end to the nonsense that's gone on for the last decade. That You can't fix uh, 10 years of inaction in just 10 days, but we are taking immediate action uh, through IEMO to make sure uh, that the lights uh, stay on. But at the same time, uh, we're making sure that we create that investment environment to make sure we get it right. And SBS chairman George Safidis is among a list of Australians sanctioned by the Russian government in a move which cited it calls Australia's Russia-phobic agenda. ABC Radio News Breakfast host Patricia Carvelis has told her audience she is also among the Australians sanctioned by the Kremlin. Russia's foreign ministry has announced it's sanctioning an additional 121 Australian citizens, including journalists and defence officials. The country imposed similar sanctions on British journalists last week. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. Look, after waking up at 3.30 in the morning to find out that I've been sanctioned by the Kremlin, it seems only right and proper to bring you a show which demonstrates our country at its best, and our country has a very free press. And Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has invited Prime Minister Anthony Albanese to Kiev. Mr Albanese is to join world leaders at a NATO summit in Madrid at the end of this month, representing allies in Asia who are responding to the invasion in Ukraine. No decision is confirmed over whether Mr Albanese will take up the invitation to Kiev while attending the summit. And European leaders have arrived in Kiev and met the Ukraine government and authorities after some received criticism from Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky for taking a too cautious, too cautious rather, approach towards their support for the invaded country. Leaders included French President Emmanuel Macron, Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi and German Chancellor Olaf Scholz. An EU summit next week is due to discuss Ukraine's bid to join the 27-nation bloc. President Macron has pledged continued support for the Ukrainian people and expressed concern about possible war crimes in the besieged town of Erpin. You are here in Erpen on a site that has been destroyed, where along with several other cities, the Russian army was effectively stopped, where massacres were carried out. We have the first signs that these had been war crimes. We have a strong cooperation on this, and I thank all of the police, experts, French lawyers who were deployed from the first day, alongside other experts. Foreign Minister Penny Wong is continuing her diplomatic tour of the Pacific with a brief eight-hour trip to Solomon Islands. Relations between the Solomons and Australia were challenged during the recent federal election campaign when details of the Solomons government's security pact with China emerged. Senator Wong is due to meet the country's Prime Minister, where she will seek further assurances that there will be no Chinese military base in the Solomon Islands. 
And Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews has received, has revealed rather it was a former Labor Minister, Paul Keating, who helped facilitate cooperation with New South Wales Premier Dominique Perrottet for the two states' joint announcement on boosts to early education. Speaking to The Guardian, Mr Andrews said Mr Keating was a mutual friend and urged the two premiers to work together. Mr Andrews said he didn't necessarily agree on everything with Liberal Premier Perrottet, but that the two talk quite often and have discussed the need for health and economic reform. Protests have turned violent in India following Prime Minister Narendra Modi's decision to overhaul the country's military recruitment system. On Tuesday, the Indian government made military contracts shorter, going from a standard 17-year term to four years and lowered the age of entry. Analysts say the move would bring down the armed forces' pension costs, which along with salaries, form the largest chunk of the defence budget. The decision has caused nationwide protests, such as in northern Haryana, state's Palwal district, some 50 kilometres south of the capital of New Delhi, where police fired shots into the air to disperse stone-throwing crowds. Retired Conservative Judge Michael Luttig testified on Thursday to the Congressional Committee investigating last year's deadly assault on the US Capitol that former President Donald Trump and his allies are a clear and present danger to American democracy. Mr Luttig served as an informal advisor to Mike Pence, who was Vice President at the time, and is under scrutiny during the time for his role at the time. Almost two years after that fateful day in January 2021, that still Donald Trump and his allies and supporters are a clear and present danger to American democracy. Committee leaders Benny Thompson and Liz Cheney said the hearing revealed Mr Trump tried to pressure Mr Spence into overturning the results of the election. And family members, Indigenous groups, environmentalists and journalists around the world have been paying tribute to missing and presumed dead journalist Dom Phillips and Indigenous affairs expert Bruno Piera. Mr Phillips and Mr Piera went missing shortly after they embarked on a trip into the Amazon rainforest 11 days ago with the ambition of writing a book on illegal mining on Indigenous lands. Mr Phillips' family says they are heartbroken at the confirmation Dom and Bruno were murdered and thank the Indigenous groups who helped in the search. Mr Piera's wife, Beatrice Matos, says now her husband's spirits are strolling in the forest and spread on us. Police found human remains on Wednesday night from a grave they were led to by a fisherman who confessed to killing the two men. And banks across Europe have raised interest rates to deal with rising inflation, fueled by the pandemic and war in Ukraine. The rises in borrowing rates across Europe followed the US, where the Federal Reserve's rate this week was the largest in almost three decades. In the UK, the Bank of England raised the interest rate from 1% to 1.25%, the fifth consecutive rise, pushing them to the highest rate in 13 years.
In Switzerland, the Swiss National Bank caught markets off guard, raising its policy rate to minus 0.25% from the minus 0.75%. The move comes just a day after the European Central Bank agreed plans in an emergency meeting to contain borrowing costs in the bloc south so it could raise rates in both July and September. And now a look at today's sport and in AFL football... Western Bulldogs player Bailey Smith received a two-match ban from the AFL on Thursday evening for illicit drug use. Mr Smith is already banned for two games for a headbutting incident, so will miss the Brisbane and Sydney games as well as GWS and Hawthorne. The Bulldogs star has taken responsibility for the scenes captured in the viral videos, blaming poor mental health at the time. Western Bulldogs coach Luke Beveridge has supported Smith and questioned the AFL's illicit drug policy. And now for a a look at today's weather for this Friday, the 17th day of June. And Perth, showers increasing 23. Adelaide, partly cloudy 16. Melbourne, showers easing 15. Hobart, a shower or two developing 13. Canberra, partly cloudy 14. Wollongong, similar conditions, 19. Sydney, possible showers, also 19 degrees today. In Newcastle, partly cloudy and 20. Brisbane, in Queensland, sunny and 22. In the top end of Queensland, Cairns, partly cloudy and 28. And in the the top end of Australia, Darwin, sunny and 33 degrees. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.